Alrighty, so we're uh, getting ready to talk about the standard deductions and how to beat them since they've uh, changed uh, from prior years. I'm just gonna go over what they are. But before that, gotta give the introductions. So from my brother, always supporting with the real love, we got RL here. Yes, yes, what's up everybody? And then we got, we got uh, the king of dreams. We got Joseph, oh boy. Joseph in the building. Hey, how's it going, people? Nice to meet you. Alrighty. So, anything else you guys want to share about yourselves before we uh, get into this? Um, graduate from Langston University in 2015. Got my degree in business administration. I've been doing taxes six years now. Six years. You can't be modest. You gotta, you gotta tell them what in which you graduated. You wasn't um, no regular graduate. Yeah, cum laude of my class. Cum laude. Shout out to Langston University. Oh, yeah. wow. That's incredible. Oh, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm a graduate of Cal State LA. I studied political science and philosophy. Uh, shortly after that, I externed with two uh, judges, and then I began working at a law firm that specialized in uh, high net worth taxes for uh, the ultra high net worth as well and that's where I kind of got exposure to taxes and filing status and what is income and what is taxable and so now I'm planning to be a CPA and eventually a tax attorney just like those people I studied under so Hey, All yeah, right. yeah. So that's pretty much the world now, huh? <laughs> yeah, it's a beautiful world. <laughs> it's good. Bunch of pluses and minuses. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we're just going to go ahead and get into the standard deduction. Just name it off. If you've been following along in the previous episodes, uh, we've gone over it a few times, but it is detailed information that is valuable uh, from the W-4 to the 1040. And uh, we're pretty much going to talk about itemization. So that is pretty much mm. the only way you're going to be able to beat the standard deduction. But there are creative ways to ensure that you're doing that uh, for those who are able uh, to do it. Because not all are able to based on your income. Exactly. So you're not able to just freely do these things. And your occupation. Your occupation. In order to itemize, you have to have a job where it, you know, you're buying a uniform, you're buying supplies, you're buying uh, food, you're buying things that could add up to exceed the standard deduction, which is, you know, for a single per person, it's around, well, 12, it is 12000 mm -hmm. So you got to come up or spend enough money through the tax year to exceed that. So, And it also uh, goes along with the married filing separate status it is also at 12,000 we have the joint own uh, the joint filers those who are married is 24,000 and then head of household as we said before if you're single you cannot say you're the head of your household <laughs> it is only if you have a qualifying child uh, you will be considered head of household and that is 18,000 uh, so this is going to get into some creative ways to exceed that to lower your taxable income and your overall tax liability uh, that is said to be paid after you file, file your taxes. So the first thing that I was able to come up with 
and able to help you avoid that uh, standard deduction is of course the home mortgage interest so a lot of for those who are homeowners you can mm -hmm. use the interest that is has accrued but the also paid on to use that as a potential write-off now we're not able to do it as freely as we were before because the tax laws did change uh, they call it salt and they caps you at 10,000 uh, so that gets you depending on your status almost there hmm. <laughs> <laughs> right there at the brim yeah you almost there. 2,000 ain't nothing so if, if you're if you're single, you just got two thousand dollars more to go. <laughs> <laughs> As but, you can uh, see, I'm thinking from a single perspective. I'm yeah, like, I, yeah, I can yeah. I can lie about two thousand. No, I'm playing. But, but I can't I can't get away with eight thousand because I'm head of household right now. So, <laughs> no, that's a, that's a big chunk of change, and I don't even own the house, so it, it wouldn't qualify for me at all. Uh, but it is one method uh, for um, you can deduct the state and local taxes up to ten thousand dollars. It's only five thousand if you are married and have decided to file separately. So always beware of the limitations when you're uh, when you're going ahead and claiming that as a deduction to help you uh, exceed the standard the standard deduction. The other one I was able to. Um, Research this one. I researched a little bit because I'm not uh, too familiar with it, uh, but you can um, account for effectively your capital gains and losses. You can also use that to help exceed the tax deduction. So that is one one good thing. I'm just going to read uh, off of Investopedia. Uh, the maximum federal income tax on long-term capital gains uh, is. Uh, 15 15 percent for most for most individuals it can reach up to 20 percent for higher income levels and then you have that uh, the 3.8 net investment income tax also applies to higher income levels as well so what you're able with the losses that you take on the uh, the investments that you that you've uh, uh, made you can use that as a um, as a those losses to um, losing the train of thought now. See, that's to add to to add to, to the number to your overall number to exceed the ten thousand standard deduction. Yes, can be uh, twelve thousand, twenty four, eighteen, three fifty. Uh, so yeah, that is another way to do it. And the one that I uh, that I like the most is to give. I've said it plenty of times. Charitable. You, you got a hand to receive and you have a hand to give. So for me, I just, to do the simplest thing is say you're single is 12,000. Just divide that by the months, uh, which is $1,000 a month, pretty much. So if you're able to give 250 every year, you're gonna exceed um, your standard deduction, whether it be given to a church, Given to the Goodwill, Salvation Army, any of those nonprofit organizations, uh, you would give to if you're able to go ahead and give and support those groups and their missions. You'll be able to reap that benefit by exceeding the standard deduction in your giving. So, yeah, there's another another avenue, another way to ensure that you uh, lower your taxable burden, and uh, you know, pretty good, I think. It's always good to give unto the Lord. <laughs> <laughs> that 10% is 
go ahead and support your local church and, and the different things that they are doing within the community. So those are the things that I you know, pretty much came up with, one of which I researched, as I stated, to avoid the uh, standard deduction uh, because it is not as easy to uh, beat it because they increased it, removed personal exemptions yeah. and, and mm -hmm. things of that nature. So anything you want to go ahead and uh, you guys want to add? I think, like I said, for the specific jobs, I want to, teachers is huge. If you can do it, if you are a teacher, for sure. Um, truck drivers, boy, y'all can definitely still do this. Um, if you are, uh, well, we know the business owners, if y'all can get up there, that's for sure, but you do have to, um, keep all of your receipts because if you do a Schedule C, most of the time that's what they're highlighting. Um, that's one of the things that the auditors highlight is if you have a Schedule C attached, they are going to review those documents. So please either take advantage of QuickBooks or keep those receipts and do it the old-fashioned way and have proof for if the time comes and they are gonna audit you, you wanna have proof. But so if you're a teacher, um, if you're a truck driver, if you're a hairstylist or a barber, and then of course itemize your deductions and try to beat out that standard deduction. But if you're not any of those, it's gonna be hard. Not saying that it's impossible or anything like that, but it'll be difficult. And most of the time, the stand, standard deduction will be the best thing for you to do because you probably won't exceed that $12,000 mark. But you said something pretty good um, as far as keeping your receipts, mm -hmm. uh, staying on top of your books. Mm -hmm. uh, for those that are out there that are more interested in running your business and not having to deal with the financial mm -hmm. reporting and all that stuff, Oh, you can holler at me and uh, the Wilson right. Financial Company. We do bookkeeping right. for a lot of different companies. We do use QuickBooks. We do personalized uh, reports through Excel because uh, the, the key is to put a report together that you will be able to understand, but me also that prepares you to mm. easily help file your taxes. Mm -hmm. So we, we understand that there's a thin line between paying your taxes and then showing enough income to allow mm -hmm. your business to grow through lending. So we, we, uh, we specialize in that. We have a few people on the team that will cover the taxes. Yeah. Got my brother <laughs> right here. I'll be doing the bookkeeping and then we have a business manager on board and we're waiting for this gentleman over here <laughs> to go ahead and get his CPA. Do uh, some audit. CPA so that way he can uh, audit the things that I'm doing. So we double check and triple check in the work. Uh, so yes. Yes, indeed. So good, good. Let's, I like that transition. So focus on your business. Yeah. We'll, handle, we'll handle the reports. Yeah, and I think also for uh, in regards to deductions, uh, it's kind of difficult when you're married to beat the itemized, beat the standard deduction by itemizing. Yep. But there's always things that happen. Like, for example, we recently had a car accident and those medical expenses can also be deducted if they're greater than my guy. 
So that's also one thing to look at. Also, some student loan interest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you might want to get those together and just aggregate as much as you can so that you can beat out that standard deduction, especially with property values being so high in California. Your, <laughs> your interest already puts you to that threshold. So uh-huh. even if it's capped, there's other things you can do to, yeah. to beat it out. Most yeah. definitely. It is frustrating for those <laughs> homeowners. I do, I do hear it, I do sense it, and I do see it. And uh, we'll see what happens moving forward. There are a few states that have uh, been compiling quite a few prestigious lawyers to attack the government to uh, get, get that law changed, if anything, reversed back to what it was before. Plus there's re-election. <laughs> so. so pay attention to what all they're proposing. Choose your right candidate. Hope for the best. Re-election coming so, soon. Yeah, so those, those are all good things, uh, good information uh, to use. But yeah, we'll just see. We'll see what the court says. See what the government says when it comes to those property taxes. Because I know pretty much everyone in the state of California is hurting in some way or another to be losing out on 10,000, 20, 40,000 for those who are in the business of property management per home, that, that used to help you out. Now you're <laughs> only stuck with one and not even the full thing in some cases yeah. uh, because you're capped at 10,000, it could be more than that, uh, depending on where you know your house resides, the type of market that it's in. So anything else you guys wanna add on to the standard deduction, how to beat it? Just just check form uh, five two nine on the IRS website. Those are some good tips too in there. <laughs> See what can yeah. be deducted. I think we pretty much touched on the like the most common ways. Yeah. So if you want more information, again, you can just head over to that publication by the IRS. It's always good to read. Reading <laughs> is uh, the key <laughs> to success and unlocks many many doors, and you'll be able to use that information to benefit yourself form 529 on irs.gov so that's going to conclude it it's a short one for you guys um we're going to continue on head on to another topic but uh any questions any concerns whether it be about financial literacy any questions uh, about taxes about budgeting effective budgeting about uh, what an ETF is, whatever the case may be, shoot it over to info at wilsonfinancialmgmt.com. Again, that's info at wilsonfinancialmgmt.com. Responses will be on the Patreon. Hey. So join the Patreon, <laughs> the Dove Club. As low as $5 a month. That's yeah. all it is. That's 60 bucks a year yeah. for all of the wealth yeah. of information that we're going to provide yeah. to you to benefit yourself. You don't even have to be a client of ours and you'll be getting that information as low as $5 a month. So head on over there. Support us. The more you support us, the more content we're able to give you, the more mm-hmm. type of information we're able to send you. And uh, you'll be able to get some pretty good deals on the merch coming soon. And if you love it so, so much, you get consultations for free. So free is always good. Alrighty, till the next one. See ya.